Welcome to Sisterhood Rising. We are your hosts, Cheyenne and Sav, and we welcome you into our circle where we share our real and raw experiences with all things womanhood. We believe healing happens when women gather, sharing and supporting each other through all of life's moments. Here, we will share everything from the mundane to the magical. So let's dive in, sister. Hello, and welcome back to the Sisterhood Rising podcast. We are your hosts, Cheyenne and Sav. And today we are back with the second installment of our birth stories. We've already shared um, my birth story with Lincoln and with Savannah's first child, Theodore. And today she is going to share with us um, her second and third child birth stories. And I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I was just telling Cheyenne that I feel like she'll probably remember a lot more than I will, (laughs) but I will try my best to share it with you guys. And how fitting on Mother's Day, too. We're recording it on Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. All right. Um, Before we dive in, was there anything specific that you did to prepare for like labor and birth? Like, were you doing the perennial massage? What was, were you doing your squats? Like what, what was the situation? You're like, all right, we've done round one, round two, round three. What are we doing? I feel like, so round two, I was, this was around the time when I was just, um, recently uh, studying to become a doula. So I had a lot more information, um, and I felt like I was almost on high alert. You know, when you like are overfed information almost and you just feel like everything is a thing and you need to like look into everything and try to be on top of everything. So I feel like that was kind of my mindset with my second birth. I was kind of like, I was somewhere in between empowered and really scared because of my first birth. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't yet confident in my abilities, my knowledge as a doula. Um, And I was a obviously a wee bit traumatized from my first birth. So um, yeah, I was kind of like in like an awkward fluctuating period. And um, I, I did all the things that you're supposed to do. I mean, listen, <laughs> you're massaging your perineum is <laughs> hard as hard as beep beep, you know? Um, yeah, I couldn't reach. So no, I didn't do that. <laughs> My belly was too big. Um, that's like a partner activity, you know? <laughs> if you can convince your partner to do that for you, that's like probably the best way. But I mean, and if you can reach yourself, but that was not a situation that I could do. <laughs> um, but I did all the other things and um, I was a lot more aware of my pregnancy the second time around. I felt like, um, I don't know, the first time... Like, I was, like, scared to, like, eat everything, you know, because, like, mm-hmm. of all the rules that you see on the internet, it's like, don't eat fish, don't eat this, don't eat that. I felt like I was following the rules in my second pregnancy, but I was a lot more lenient on myself because I just knew more of the science around everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did the things, but I it wasn't over the top. Like, you know, right. just a medium amount of things. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then with my third, I did nothing. So there's that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very contrasting um, experiences, as you will see. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's talk Archibald. All things Archibald. <laughs> I think his is the one that I remember the least. 
to be honest. That's because you were delusional. We were awake for so long. <laughs> I was there. Like that is that's what I remember the most is being so <laughs> inhumanly tired, like just exhausted. <laughs> I just remember, as soon as he came out, you guys were like, okay, good night. <laughs> you guys like left the hospital. I was like, bye. Oh, that Taurus child kept us waiting. Yeah. Well, yeah. Archie's birth, I would say, is my, it's the one that hurts my heart the most. Like, I did have mm. a hard experience. Uh, with Theo's labor but everything still went smoothly and you know um, for Mm -hmm. me I feel like Archie's was the one like that to this day like hurts my heart Um, so yeah I guess we'll start at the beginning Archie's um, birth was the first one that I had with midwives I had tried the first round couldn't get into anywhere and then uh, did the whole OB thing uh, like I said in our other episode Um, and Archie's birth uh, we were on a wait list for midwives and then we got in. So that was perfect. That was exactly what we wanted. Um, we had planned to do a home birth um, all throughout. Um, so that was kind of fun getting everything ready. I was like ready for a completely different experience than last time. I really loved my midwives in Kingston. Um, I felt like they were very understanding. And, you know, each of my um, appointments with them was at least 30 minutes, like they over explained everything. And I liked that, like I liked a lot of information. Um, And I brought Theo to my appointments, they were really, really kind and like, you know, would help would let him help them like with the checkups and stuff on baby. So it was really fun. Um, And yeah, I like I don't really remember too much about my pregnancy. I wasn't overly uncomfortable. I was obviously nauseous until the end again. Um, I just remember, (laughs) I feel like Archie's pregnancy was like the most calm um, because I actually spent a lot of time that um, summer with your mom that summer Mm -hmm. before. We'd like go to her house and like Theo would play in the yard and me and your mom would like eat snacks and lawn chairs. (laughs) It was like literally the best time. (laughs) Like I just remember being so chill. Um, Mm -hmm. But the labor actually started at your mom's place. So I don't think you were even there. Right? No, No, I don't think so. (laughs) No, it was, I had taken Theo there to play with um, the kids. And then I was just hanging out with your mom. And she was joking around trying to get me into labor because I had an upcoming like family wedding. And we were trying to have the baby before the wedding. But, I mean, it's a Taurus baby. That baby's not coming. Like, you know, I should have known that to begin with. But, like, I was adamant. I was like, I'm going to have the baby before. Don't worry. Like, it's going to happen. So she was, like, Googling all of these, like, crazy make-your-baby-come dances. And she was, like, making me do them. And I was, like, twirling my hips and, like, twerking in the freaking grass. It was really funny to watch probably <laughs> um anyways so we were trying to like get labor going she was doing this whole okay this is not recommended don't do this at home this is cray cray so don't do it um but she <laughs> she said that she had castor oil and she was like just have like a little bit it'll be fine <laughs> and I was like I don't know and she's like yeah 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 <laughs> She grabs the orange juice and like her castor oil that looked like it was in a jug from like the 80s. And I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> so I have like a little bit and like a little bit of orange juice and like nothing happened, whatever. I went home that night and then all of a sudden I was just like, oh my gosh. And like, that's what castor oil does to you. Like it gives mm. you like the poops, you know, it gives you like <laughs> the poop cramps. So I was like, I don't know if this is labor or like whatever, like what's going on. I was so uncomfortable. Mm. And then I think that's when I called the midwives and you um, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, go take a bath. And I'm like, no, ma'am, like, this is not okay. Like, I feel unwell. <laughs> yeah. um, and so she came and checked me. I don't know when you came. So <laughs> when you messaged me, we had been sitting, we were watching a movie at the movie theater. And the movie, I was like checking my phone the whole time, right? being that person in the movie theater, checking my phone. And then at the very end of the movie, you messaged me and you were like, Chris is driving me nuts. Can you please come? And I was like, Eric, we need to go now. (laughs) And there's always like those end credit scenes at the end of the Marvel movies. And he was like, can we just like, can we watch the end scene? And I was like, no, we need to leave now. (laughs) And I made him leave before the Marvel end credit scene. Oh my god. And then we get there, we get to your house and you're like in the kitchen baking. <laughs> you're like you were super like angsty and like nervous walking around pacing and like baking. And I was like what are we doing here? Like are are we good? Are we good? No, I was not well. <laughs> like I said, I get pacey when I mm-hmm. when I'm in labor. It's That's so why true. I knew that it wasn't just like castor oil cramps. I was like no, like there's, it's, you know, like I do feel like this is really early labor because I felt like I needed to pace. Like when I was in the mm-hmm. bathtub, I felt like I was drowning because I was so claustrophobic, but I had like no water in there. So like, I don't know what that <laughs> feeling was, but yeah, no, he was driving me insane. Cause he, he like, I don't know, like, I don't know what y'all's husbands do in labor, but like mine just hovers. <laughs> I'm like, please <laughs> sir, back it up. Like, this train does not need to be watched like go find an activity like I don't know read me a book do something yeah I don't remember that but that's hilarious um Mm -hmm. and then they came and they checked me and I was four centimeters so they were like yeah like this is active labor like I was having consistent enough contraction she was feeling my belly and could feel my contractions um but I remember thinking like these contractions aren't over the top. And then so this is like where the psychoanalyzing was like coming in because I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, my contractions were over the top last time because I was induced. So I'm like, it's not going to be the same experience because you're not induced and, you know, your water hasn't even broken. So I was like trying to like mitigate all of everything that I had learned versus Mm -hmm. what I was actually experiencing versus what I had experienced, which is like my mind was just crazy. Um, and then also, she checked my blood pressure. And my blood pressure was slightly elevated. Um, I will say that this is the one thing with my midwives. Every single time, one this one particular midwife, because they worked in a group of three, um, this one midwife, whenever she checked my blood pressure, it was always elevated. And I think that it was because she sh- like I needed the bigger cuff or I don't know what the situation, like, I've never taken blood pressure, so like, I don't know. But every single time she took it, it was always elevated. And every single time anybody else took it, it wasn't. And she was the one that was on call. And so as soon as she came and took my blood pressure, she was like, okay, your blood pressure is high. We have to go into the hospital. And I was like, 
so upset because I'm like, I don't think my blood pressure is high. But again, mm-hmm. I didn't really advocate for myself. I didn't wait, whatever. We went into the hospital. You guys came right away, right? I mm-hmm. think you did for sure. Yeah, I stole a sweater from your closet that was <laughs> wonderful. And then we went to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then by the time I got into the hospital, my blood pressure was perfectly fine. <laughs> so there goes all of my hopes and dreams of my home birth. Um, and then they, because I was like already, what, like four and a half, five centimeters, they were like, let's not go back home be- just in case because you're already too far. Um, they thought that I'd progress a lot quicker because this was my second baby too. So they didn't want to risk it. Little did they know Cheyenne and I would then spend <laughs> the next, how many freaking hours? Like uh, four, four- several too many (laughs) too many hours we were like hiking up and down the stairs at the hospital like walking around and like my contractions were painful but like I was still talking through them you know Mm -hmm. like it wasn't completely unbearable so it was a little bit chaos I was bouncing we were walking Chris was napping like it was yeah I just remember it was a very long night. This is the part where I kind mm-hmm. of blacked out because honestly, like, I don't even know what we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> Slow and steady. Yeah. And then I felt the whole time, I'm like, I felt off. Like, I'm like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like this, like I, I recognize that I'm dilated and I recognize that these are strong enough contractions. Like the machine was picking them up. Like it wasn't false mm-hmm. labor, but I was like, it just doesn't feel like it's time. It doesn't feel like it's time. And, um, all the while, that wedding that I was talking about was mm-hmm. the next day. So we were like kind of fretting because Chris, it was his brother's wedding and he was supposed to be in the wedding and I was supposed to go. And we were like, what do we do? Like, <laughs> um, and it was like far away too. So anyways, chaos. Um, so we paced and paced and then what, like 7 a.m. Um, they had switched midwives. 7 a.m. they came in. And they were like, um, all right, like things seem to have kind of slowed down. I was pretty chill at this point. I feel we were like napping. Were we not? <laughs> I, I think know. so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they were like, you know, we could we could break your water and really get things going. And I remember thinking like, OK, when they broke my water with Theo, like I was like, like I went from three centimeters to 10 in like 20 minutes. Like mm-hmm. it was like intense. Um, and so I was kind of thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, well at this point, like we've already been here so long, you know, Cheyenne was here so long. Chris has been here waiting. Like I was just like done with, um, yeah, I was, I was done with the pacing. Mm -hmm. So I agreed to them breaking my water at like 740 or something. They did it. And then I was pushing and he was out by 12, I think. So it was pretty quick turnaround there too. Um, pretty strong contractions. Again, I was pacing back and forth. I remember um, at my um, words, Cheyenne. Transition? Yeah, that's the one. You, I remember, you were in the shower. Yeah. I remember pacing mm-hmm. back and forth. And then I – who who turned on the shower for me or did I turn it on? Um, I think – think the midwife did because you was, wanted to go in there because you had really bad back pain my back was like so sore because I think he like now that I think about the way that he was 
positioned in me. I think he was facing my spine like he was about to come sunny side up and he was trying to do like a rotation because I remember feeling him in my back like I felt like he was grabbing onto my spinal cord. I was like about to throw up. Um, So I was like, somebody get something on the back. And (laughs) I remember going in the shower and that like the heat on my back felt really good. But at that point I was hitting my transition and the pressure was so much. And I remember like crying a little bit because I was like, I'm going to have him in the shower. And the midwife Mm -hmm. was just like, that's okay. You can have him right here. I'll catch him. I was like, no, he's going to fall on the floor. (laughs) And she's like, no, it's okay. Like I'm right here. And I'm like, no, no, no. I have to go back to the bed. (laughs) And I like shuffled, shuffled, shuffled. (laughs) I was like, I have to go back. Like he's going to fall on the tile. I'm so scared. Um, And then, yeah. And then I was ready to push and, this is kind of like when my head game was like not okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I remember all the stress that I felt when I was pushing last time. Um, Mm -hmm. I was very in my head. And because uh, with natural labor, you have a lot more time between contractions to think about everything. Like you kind of come to in between. Whereas when I was induced, it was so back to back that like I didn't have time to think about it. My body was just doing a lot of things and my brain like, couldn't catch up if that makes sense but with Mm -hmm. natural labor it's like you would have a contraction there'd be like a break and then you'd kind of be like okay 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 I know it's coming and like that fear would kind of set in right and then it would come again and then you'd like freak freak out or if you were me you'd freak (laughs) the fuck out like I was like not not well and the entire time I was like you can't do this. Like, I remember speaking to myself mm-hmm. and being like, you cannot do this. Like, this is, this, you can't do it. And then I, like, another voice in my head was like, yes, you can. And you have to do it. And your baby's coming out. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm so scared. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And this conversation was like, what was going back and forth in my head mm-hmm. while the midwives were like trying to get me to like be in this position and be in this position because um, Archie's heart rate was dropping so much as soon as I'd get into different positions because I was Mm -hmm. panicking. Um, But I don't know. I must have not been externally panicking because like the midwives were like pretty, like they didn't really say anything to me. I feel like your, your face. I just remember (laughs) the, I remember your face. You were like just in such a like blur of panic but like you were I don't know how to explain it because I remember you were they tried to get you on all fours or something Mm -hmm. because that's where I I wanted to go I could see the like blank look in your face I I can remember it the blank look and you were like just kind of like so cautious like I don't know got like there was just something something was going on there yeah and uh and then they had to flip you back over but Yeah, it was. Yeah, because I didn't want to be on my back, but Mm -hmm. I panicked about having him any other way because that's what I was used to the first time. So, and then that's why I I tried, I remember trying to flip over, like I was the one who wanted to go on all fours, Mm -hmm. but I remember panicking being like, this isn't the way, like you can't do it this way. And then I, that was when I was having that head battle. So I'm not surprised that you picked up on like my super Mm -hmm. blank face. And then, yeah, so they had to flip me back around and I ended up pushing on my back Um, and it was hard. I remember it was really hard to push him. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was because I just wasn't giving like 3000% because whatever was going on mentally at that point. Um, But I remember it being so hard to push him out. Um, And then I had him. (laughs) 
<laughs> I actually wasn't pushing for that long, even though it felt like an eternity. Um, and yeah, and he was healthy and he had massive feet. <laughs> he did. Oh my God. That was like the first thing Shine said. She was like, oh my gosh, his feet. <laughs> they were huge. They still so are long. to this day. His toes are like so long. Um, I think this really like just clearly displays the mind body connection. And like, even when we first got to the hospital and like you said, it didn't feel like it was the right time and you didn't want to be there. And so I think, you know, your mind was like, "Mm -mm, this isn't where I want to be. Like, this isn't the situation. And your body picked up on that and was like, all right, we're, we're waiting. (laughs) We're shutting down. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that because I remember her taking my blood pressure and being like, no, it's only because she's taking my blood pressure. I'm like, my blood pressure is fine. Like I was like, I remember thinking that in my head and I remember like cursing at the wind the entire time we were driving to the hospital to Crest being like, Mm -hmm. like, it's fine. I'm so, and I was so disappointed because I'm like, I don't want to be in the hospital. And I was, I was stressed as soon as I walked in because Mm -hmm of the situation and I didn't want a replay of what happened last time because honestly last time I felt like I was so close to I don't know like I was so close to having a c-section and like being and that that was like a fear of mine at the time and I was like I didn't want any of that but I I felt like I was so close so like this time I was like I just want to be away like hospitals freak me out I know hospitals freak Chris out So he's Mm -hmm. always like very tense when we're in the hospital. And if he's tense, I'm like extra tense. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I just don't want to be in here. (laughs) Happens all the time with like labors that even I attend. Like as soon as you switch the place that the person is laboring in, it can drastically like reduce their contractions. It can completely change what's happening with their birth. That's Mm -hmm. why like part of a doula's role is like to protect people's space, right? That includes people coming in, the location, the light, the sound, like all of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just Chris's franticness. I remember him like <laughs> trying to hold your leg and then you'd want water. And so he'd have to like reach across <laughs> to get the water and he'd let go of your leg. And I was like, no. and he was just trying so hard, but just like, <laughs> so <Yeah>. frantic. <laughs> I mean, you know, what's funny too, though, that's so unlike him because mm-hmm. in like a real life crisis, like Chris is the guy you want there. Like yeah. he's just so calm, cool and collected But every single labor, I'm just like, who are you? Like, what is (laughs) happening? It's so true. Like, when you guys lived in Kingston, like, Chris was my speed dial emergency. Yeah. Like, if I'm getting followed down an an alleyway, like, I'm calling Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Eric. Like, Chris is going to hustle. Actually, (laughs) though, like, Eric's probably at work and, like, not going to answer. Chris will answer and he'll, like, he'll be there, you know? Chris is, like, everyone's (laughs) emergency contact guy, but he's not your your labor contact guy. Like, (laughs) he can get you to the hospital. That's about it. (laughs) Poor man. Love him. (laughs) We'll we'll talk more about his franticness in the next birth. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Poor guy. Anyway, so Archie. Um, Okay, wait. Going into. I do. Going, (laughs) Going into Rhett's, was there anything that you did mentally to prepare yourself because you had had the trauma, you had had the, you know, self-doubting experiences. Mm -hmm. And so did you do like any kind of mantras, meditations, anything to like get you in that headspace? 
for my like for my mental state I feel like mm-hmm. I had just this was kind of like the beginning of me working on myself and it right. was very early stages and like but I was just more aware of the way that I speak to myself and the way that I treat myself on the like on a daily basis so I feel like I was just more overall prepared for labor and like dealing with myself in labor I feel like I also walked into Rhett's labor and even pregnancy with like a very, I don't give a fuck attitude. Like mm-hmm. I <laughs> literally <true. laughs> did not care about anything. I was like, we're literally not worrying about anything. Like I'm having mm-hmm. this baby and this baby's going to come and it will just be fine. And that was just, I just kept saying that in my head. I was like, it's just going to be fine. Like mm-hmm. literally like stop fussing about it. I think at that point I had a lot of frustration about the birth world in general. I'm like, right. why is it always such a fuss? You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's been so like birth and labor and pregnancy is just like over fussed. <laughs> like everyone yeah. just needs to like calm down. <laughs> so that was very much like my attitude and my mental space going into rat's labor. Um, and I had enjoyed the postpartum period with Archie because that was my first time when like, I didn't fuss. Like I didn't worry mm-hmm. about him having to sleep in his bassinet. We co-slept for a while. Like Chris slept on the couch. Sorry. Um, and like, we just did our own thing and we just didn't worry about, you know, if soothers are good or bad or, you know, if he's wearing enough layers, like I just didn't worry about it. Right. And I just like went with my gut and Archie actually had a lot of um, health, not a lot of health. <laughs> I'm I'm overdramatic. Um, he had a tongue tie. <coughs> Sorry. It's okay. He had a um, tongue tie um, that I really had to fight for to get clipped. Um, and he wasn't breastfeeding well. And I had seen lactation consultants and they were like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Just keep going. And I'm like, no, I'm telling you it is not. So I had to do a lot of like advocacy pieces for Archie in like the postpartum period. Um, so I feel like that built a lot of like resilience for myself but also a little bit of distress in like just following the processes of everything Mm -hmm. um I was very frustrated with like I don't know the medical field being like nope you're good and I'm like but I know I'm not good like you know so I yeah that was kind of like my my headspace going into having um Gerritsen and like I was also in a completely different city. So <laughs> again, it was another brand new experience. Um, but yeah, that that's an interesting birth. <laughs> Do you want to tell it? <laughs> I feel like you were in, I don't know, maybe it was just because it was your third birth, but I feel like the the early, that you were in early labor for like weeks. Literal weeks. I was in, I had prodomal labor for about a month and maybe a little bit longer than a month. I don't know. I feel like it was like five or six weeks that I was like, it was bad, bad. Like I had been to the hospital twice being like, I am in excruciating pain and you need to tell me if I am having a baby or not, because (laughs) it feels like I'm having a baby. And they were like treating me like, I was a first time mom. They were kind of like, mm. well, like, no, it's just Braxton Hicks. And I'm like, my friend, it is not. And then they'd hook me up to the monitor and be like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is what I am feeling. Thank you for understanding and believing me. <laughs> um, but I remember, yeah, it was 
a really long time that I was feeling that. And I was my third pregnancy completely uncomfortable from day one. Like (laughs) my body hurt. I had not taken care of my body after I had my second child. So like my pelvic floor was like not balanced. My hips were sore. I had like massive sciatica pain the entire time. I was swollen. I was working um, overnights while I was pregnant. So I was like the crankiest human being. Um, yeah, the my third pregnancy was not fun <laughs> at all <laughs> from from day one until the end. <laughs> and this whole time, um, Cheyenne's pregnant too, and I'm just being cranky, and she's like, la la la. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um, I think was it they were worried about his that he was getting too big, wasn't it? And that's why they wanted to like. I think you got the sweep. Yeah, I got a sweep. Well, mm-hmm. they were telling me that he was going to come early. He was going to come early because he was getting big and I was getting like low uh, fluid or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. The whole pregnancy, I had basically, I let them do the anatomy scan, but I didn't have any other scans until the very end because I just said no. I didn't want them. Um, and I didn't do any of the testing. So I didn't do the um, diabetes testing with that horrid, horrid drink. I didn't do like any of the blood work. Like I did all the first stuff in the beginning for that 12 week scan and that blood work just to confirm pregnancy, confirm everything's healthy. And then I did nothing else. So I feel like they were like making wild assumptions almost Mm -hmm. just to get me into a scan room, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) Um, Because they were like, yep, he's so big. He's measuring so big. And I'm like, no, I feel like I'm just big. Like, yeah, I don't think he's that big. And then they did end up getting me into a scan room right at the end. And they're like, oh, no, he's right on track. I'm like, hmm, riddle me that. (laughs) I remember I was just so mad. I was like, that was such an unnecessary scan. And I was like, I was so extra crunchy. I was like, you just exposed him to x-rays. Chris is like, calm down. (laughs) Not x-rays, ultrasound, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So you had done, you'd gotten the sweep and that's when I had come down. Did I come down once before and nothing happened? Did I come down twice? I actually don't remember. You, I, when I got the first sweep, you came down. Uh, because they were like pretty confident that that was going to do me in because I was sitting at like three centimeters when they did the sweep. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but I was at like four centimeters and didn't have a baby. So I mean, (laughs) I was like, I feel like it's not game on until my water breaks. Like, yeah, it's just very clear what my body does. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, you had come down uh, when I got my first sweep and nothing happened. I think you came down for like the weekend. Yeah. Or like a Thursday, Friday situation. Mm -hmm. And literally nothing happened. I was having prodomal labor. Right. And I remember bouncing and we were watching RuPaul. (laughs) And then you were like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. I'm like, yep, nothing's happening. (laughs) You go to bed, (laughs) boo-boo. Yeah. And then you went home. And then this is the part that I don't remember. I don't remember when you came back. It just kind of felt like you were there the whole time. (laughs) But you were not. It was like the next week, though right? Yeah. I think it was like midweek or something. Was it not like a Tuesday or something? Mm -hmm. Because you went home that like Friday or Saturday. And then I had an appointment on the Tuesday for another sweep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you had gotten the sweep done and I think you had, I don't know, maybe it felt a little different or a little stronger. So I came up again 
And there was like a, I don't know, like a day, the first day, I don't think anything happened. And then we went to sleep and we woke up the next morning and Chris had taken the boys to daycare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they had given me a second sweep that Tuesday um, because we were moving on the Friday. We were moving to Caledonia. So we were, it was like a big, big move. And they were trying to get me into labor before so that I didn't have to switch care providers um, because I had agreed to an induction on the Thursday night if they didn't, um, if I didn't go into labor before then. And um, I had gone into labor Thursday morning, it ended up, but you had come down, I feel like because of the sweep, but also because I had booked the induction. Yeah. So you knew for sure I was having Mm -hmm. the baby Friday, or sorry, Thursday night or something, regardless. So you came, you Mm -hmm. had come down. Um, And I felt like this whole after that second sweep that they did on like the Tuesday or the Wednesday or whatever. um, I felt like I was leaking. Mm -hmm. Um, fluid and they were like nope like and they checked they did like you know that little swab or whatever and they're like no and I'm like really like I'm just peeing myself like and they're like well is it gushing I'm like no it's like a trickle like I feel like I'm like trickling myself but like (laughs) I remember so (laughs) if you guys know amniotic fluid actually smells like it's sweet it's a very sweet smell it's kind of like maple syrup to be honest like that's the scent um so I remember like sniffing (laughs) Yeah, this is TMI, yes. I remember sniffing my <laughs> underwear being like, that is not pee smell. <laughs> being like, there's no way I'm peeing my pants. That smells like sugar. Like, mm-hmm. And they're like, no, it's not leaking. I'm like, mm-hmm, say less. <laughs> Anyways, that morning I had woken up and I was like, ugh, like I really don't feel well. But again, it, like I had been in prodomal labor, so I, I had no idea what was happening. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> Chris had taken the boys to daycare, yeah. comes back with donuts. I pregnant me living. I'm like, yes. He came back with he donuts? Came back, he came back with donuts. And I was uh, like, this man, this man right now. <laughs> I don't remember donuts. <laughs> yes, there were donuts. And I thought it was just like a typical morning. And I was like, this is going to take forever. So I went and made breakfast. And I remember making my breakfast thinking to myself, if she had to have the baby, I could do it. I'd be like, I, I could catch him. We'd be good. You know, we'd be kosher. And I don't know what went through my mind to think that. But regardless, here I am downstairs being like, yeah, I could totally catch a baby, whatever. And then um, I went back upstairs eating my breakfast, eating my donuts. And you were kind of like doing a little pacing. And like you were, I think, like against the wall. Oh, and you kept yeah. wanting Chris to like hold your hips. That was after I had called the midwives and I was like, I really like feel unwell. Like I was also feeling really nauseous. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I was like, I, you know, I, I don't feel good. I think I'm in labor. And they're like, do you think you're in labor? Or like, you know, is this just more, you know, prodromal labor? And I was like, I don't know at this point. I was like, come check me if you want, but I'm pretty sure I'm in labor. And she was like, okay, well, like how long? I was like, I don't know. Like, come check me if you want to. <laughs> Or don't. And then I was literally like, I hung up the phone. I was like, come if you want. Like, hanging up. I'm, I did my job. I told you. And I was yeah. so frustrated. And I was pacing, yeah, the, the bedroom. And I remember because it was like surging up my leg. It was so strong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, literally. You kept like, 
like moving your feet, like step, yeah. like stepping back and forth. Like it was, it was a weird step dance because I had hung up the phone and not even 10 minutes after I hung up the phone, all of a sudden it was like, my body was like, yep, here we go. And I, it was like, like so much pain and I didn't know what to do with it. So I was like trying to kick my legs to like, mm-hmm. I was like shaking out the pain. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. and then I remember like pacing yeah, on the wall and you had come up and you sat on the bed and you were, you, your face was kind of like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to gu- like gauge the situation because like I knew that your labors before like took so long. So I was like gearing up for the long haul. Yeah. And I was like, like, I don't know, like you seem to be in a lot of pain. And then um, I think I was like sitting in the chair and you had gone to the bathroom and you were sitting on the toilet. And I remember hearing, like hearing your voice change. And I was like, oh shit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh shit. (laughs) We're going folks. (laughs) Because you got into like that, like, it must have been like deep transition because you got, yeah, you were very like primal, deep sounds. And I was like, oh snap. (laughs) Because it was so strong. Like Mm -hmm. just I couldn't believe how strong they were. And I like was so caught off guard because I like 20 minutes earlier, I was downstairs making lunches for the kids. Like yeah. <laughs> it was so strong that I was like, oh my God. And I remember in my head being like, okay, like this is what real labor is because I felt like, <laughs> remember, like I felt like with Archie, I was like, this isn't right. Like it's yeah, not, yeah. it's not time yet. And I was like, oh yeah, he really wants to come out. And then I remember I was like up and down off the toilet a few times. I kept trying to go into the bedroom, but mm-hmm. I kept going back into the bathroom because I just felt like I was peeing myself and I didn't want to pee all over my bedroom. Um, so I remember just like sitting on the toilet and then mm-hmm. you came in and I was like gripping you for dear life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like holding. I don't even know. Like your shirt. Yeah, you had like your hands on either side of my hips. You were sitting on the toilet, hands on either side of my hips. You had like your head resting on my belly. And Lincoln was like kicking, kicking me <laughs> in the face. This kid, the audacity. And we were just like swaying back and forth on the toilet. And I'd like yeah. rub your back. And yeah. I had like a cold cloth. And you were you were there for like a, a good, good transition time. Yeah, you were like, I just remember the cold cloth. I remember the rocking. I remember being kicked in the cheek because mm-hmm. Lincoln was like, what is happening and why are you on my mom? Yeah. And then I remember you just being like, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Okay. And I just kept yeah. hearing you say, it's okay. And I was like, all yeah. right. All right. It's okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, poor Chris at this point. <laughs> so Chris <laughs> had the midwives on, on one phone and 911 on the other phone and we kept i think you you kept saying like don't call 911 yet because you didn't want to like end up having to go to the hospital because and so he was I, the like, ambulance bay was like right down the street from us i'm like if you call 911 they're going to be here in 1 minute like chill <laughs> <laughs> so he was like waiting for the midwives to arrive who think they're just showing up to like do a check they're like yeah. caught in traffic or something and yeah. so he's got the midwives on one phone 911 on one phone literally has no idea who to call and he just keeps walking to the front door opens the door to see if the midwives are here they're not here he closes it comes back upstairs 
peeks his head in the bathroom, looks at me and I give him a shake, like we're good. It's okay. And then he goes back downstairs and he just kept doing that up and down, up and down, check and check. Well, it's good to know that you knew where he was because I remember like right when I first sat down on the toilet, I'm like, where the fuck is he? He wasn't there. And I'm like, that's it. Holding on to Cheyenne for dear life. Like (laughs) my husband, like don't know where you are. I, yeah. I didn't have time oh. to think about where, where he was pacing. But I remember no. he kept peeking in and being like, do you want me to call the ambulance? And I'm like, yeah. no, like, I don't <laughs> want you to call the ambulance. Please leave me alone. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't have time to field your questions. I, I remember being like, eventually, he had asked me like two or three times. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, just yeah. go. <laughs> Stop asking me. <laughs> and then I remember getting up I had gone back to the bedroom and I think you were getting stuff out I feel like you were getting like towels yeah I had had my stuff you'd gotten on all fours on the bed and you were just kind of like hanging out there and And so I put towels underneath you and then you wanted me to like hold your hips and I was trying and I wasn't doing it right (laughs) your little muscles (laughs) your pregnant little muscles were like not it um, I remember going back to the bathroom one more time though, but you weren't in the bathroom and yeah. I was like sitting on the toilet and I'm like, okay, like, then this is like, this is where the mental game changed. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, you are going to do this and there's no one here to help you. So you need to figure it out. And I was like, I remember saying to myself, I'm like, you know how to do this. You've seen like mm-hmm. plenty of women give birth at this point. I was like, you know what you're doing. And I was like, you need to put your hand up there. Like you need to feel where he is so that you know where you need to be. And I remember something like just inside my head. And it wasn't like my voice saying it either. Mm -hmm. Like something in my head was like, just check where he is. And I was like, okay. So I put my hand up there and I was like, that's a bloody head. (laughs) Like that was like a head, like right there. I was like, cool. So that's when Mm -hmm. I walked back to the bed. I went on all fours and I remember trying to get you to squeeze my hips and it was just not working. And Chris ran in again, and I don't know what he was doing. And yeah, doing his pacing up doing and down. Doing his pacing. Um, and then he left again, so I don't know where he went. Um, and then, yeah, I just remember feeling for his head. And I remember his head coming out. And then I remember asking you to check if there was a cord. I was like, can you just look and see? And you were like, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. And I was like, all right, here we go. (laughs) And I pushed him out. um, And he just kind of flooped onto the towel. (laughs) Flooped. This is a great description. (laughs) Um, And right as he hit the towel, the student midwife walked in. And I guess the midwife was like right behind her or something. And then I like forgot to pick him up because she had walked in and I was confused. (laughs) And then I picked him up and he was fine. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Basically what Um, happened. (laughs) I remember you, so you pushed his head out and I remember when we were in the bathroom, (laughs) I actually, I remember in the bathroom, you were like, like, make sure you catch him. Like, I don't want him to fall. And I was like, don't worry. Like I will catch him. So his head pops out and I was literally just kind of like hovering (laughs) over his head with my hand. (laughs) And... I was, oh, it's so funny. He like pops out just one head, right? And then he's like this scrunchy, grunchy old man. And he opens one eyeball and he looks at me. <laughs> As he's hanging out my vagina. <laughs> he opens one eye and kind of like gives me an eyeball like, 
fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then like closes his eye. And then you were like just kind of like resting there. And so he was just like hanging out, eyes closed, head out. And then the midwife had arrived and you yelled down and you were like, Chris, the head is out. And, and then they was come missing t- it. I was yeah. so pissed. I was like, dude, <laughs> they know how and to then- open a door. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And then they come tearing up the stairs and then, yeah, that was it. And then gave him a little rub down and. Yeah, there he was, and he was fine. He was just chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a fun experience. Yeah. <laughs> probably, but it was like zero to sixty. Well, not zero because I feel like you were at like probably 20. a forty-five for a while. <laughs> yeah, <Minimum. laughs> and then it went forty-five to a hundred real fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I remember the first thing that like when I was like calm again, I remember thinking, mm-hmm. "Oh my god." Cheyenne's gonna have a baby and that's the experience she just saw I remember being like oh my god she's gonna kill me like she fucking hates me now like this is over like we're not friends (laughs) no but I had the total opposite experience like I I don't know what it was I felt so calm through it all and I remember like when you were back on the toilet I remember telling like just feeling so calm and trying to like transfer that to you and you were like, um, you were like worried that they weren't going to be here and stuff. And I was like, it's okay. Like you've done this before. Your body knows what you're doing. We're just along for the ride. Like it's all good. And I just remember being so calm and like, I just thought it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember feeling that calm and I remember thinking, I'm like, it's just us and it's okay. Like it's Mm -hmm. just going to be fine. But like, that was like my, I don't give a crap attitude about anything. Like I was just done at that point. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Re- I remember being like, I can't rely on anybody. I'm having this baby. Like, <laughs> yeah. But he was healthy and chunky and nursed fine and everything. And I remember in my postpartum period with him. First of all, we had moved, so that was chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we had just moved, and it was. I remember it being really chaotic, but I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, this is probably the most like peaceful that I felt after a labor because I just felt like I did it right. I was like, Mm. you know, I didn't mess with him and he's perfectly fine. Like I listened to myself and he's perfectly fine. And I just remember being so at peace with all of my decisions because obviously like as I was making those decisions to not get testing and not get extra scans, I was like, you know, and the midwives were like, are you sure? Please sign this form saying that you've denied and da da da. And I'm like, oh crap, like, am I going to get sued? Like, I don't know. Like I felt like I was going to get in trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I remember him coming out. He had no issues feeding. He had no weight issues. Well, not that I'd know. Cause I didn't weigh him either. Like I, I just was like so at peace about it and he's perfectly Mm -hmm. fine and he's such a healthy boy. And I'm like, I don't know why we fuss so much. I just felt so okay after he was born. Um, Was there anything in Rhett's that like surprised you? Like, was there a moment of like, holy shit? Or were you just like, yep, this is happening. (laughs) I because remember. it was so fast and like, yeah. I remember teasing myself a little bit because <laughs> like in my head when I was like pacing back and forth 
um, on that wall in my bedroom. Like my house was like basically empty. So I was like pacing in like empty rooms. And I remember teasing myself and being like, well, you wanted a natural birth. Now you got a natural home birth, you crazy person. <laughs> and I remember thinking in my head, I'm like, this is about as crunchy as you're going to get. Nobody's going to come to catch your baby. Like, <laughs> I'm like, and then I remember being like, whoa, you're dramatic. Like, calm down. Like, <laughs> like relax. Um, oh, but funny. yeah, I was just like, because I, one of the things that I did with Rhett's, like preparing for Rhett's labor was um, like, I tried to meditate. And one of the mm. things that I meditated was, I love like wheat fields. I don't know what it is, but like I love I love a good golden field. And I used to meditate about being in this golden field. And when I was like in labor, I was like pretending that I was in this golden field and screaming and nobody would hear me. And like, you know, I was just like at peace. I was like, this is just my zone. It's fine. You just have your baby in your field. Meanwhile, I'm like sitting on my toilet, you know, like, so yeah, I don't know. But it's that mind-body connection again. It is, it is. And I was just like, when I the 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 switch kind of flipped when I just released my control to my body and I think that that's what I mean when I say that like birth is such a mental game it's because you like your fight or flight is so strong and you just want to protect yourself but labor will happen if you just let it go like just yeah leave it be and surrender to your body at that moment for like just the the hour or two or however long you're in labor, like just release it. And that's when it just goes. And that's exactly what I did. I hit a point where I was like, cause me pacing and trying to shake my pain was me mm -hmm. trying to fight my pain. Right. Yeah. When I accepted the fact that it was going to be painful and I accepted the fact that I was having a baby, like it just, it was painful, but it wasn't, as you know constricting in my body like I let the energy kind of flow better and that's when I just it things just progressed really quickly mm -hmm. hmm. um do you think that your perception of any of your experiences has changed over time or are you still very much like you still very much identify with those feelings and emotions of like right afterwards. I think it's changed. I th And even if it hasn't changed, there's like a overwhelming acceptance of all of it now. Um, and I feel like it was, I don't know, it's just life's lessons, right? And like anything mm -hmm. that you're going through in life, you're going to bring into your labor. Like if mm -hmm. you are going through, I don't know, whatever, emotional, mental, physical changes in your life, and then you end up having a baby, that's all going to present itself tenfold in your labor, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. So for me, like my first labor was entirely about um, just feeling unprepared out of control and like naive I just that was that phase of my life like it very much mm -hmm. so describes everything that I was going through in my personal social life at that time and then with Archie's labor I was in a period in my life where I was fighting everything that I had like I was fighting all of my I don't know, like inner demons at that time. Like I was trying to break free of, I don't know, years of trauma, years of um, 
just being horrible to myself and, and, you know, having bad experiences with people. Like I was trying to fight all mm -hmm. of that. And, um, that presented itself in my labor because I was trying to fight myself the entire time I was having a baby too. And then having Rhett, it was like this, the move that was coming was going to be a really freeing move. Um, and I felt very good about that move. And I felt very calm about the energy and space that we were going to. So I was very, very chill, like about having him. I, yeah, I remember the midwives being like a week before I had him, like, should we just induce you now? I was like, no, no, like if I have him somewhere else, I have him somewhere else, whatever. Like, you know, I was just so relaxed mm -hmm. about it. And then I was, it was during a time when I was just starting to like really gain control of or like at least standing firm in like who I am so mm -hmm. I was just very like a lot more confident in myself like I just feel like each birth just reflected exactly what I was going through in life and so yeah. it's hard to be angry at any of those things or upset at any of those things because it's just who I was at the time and I right. went through yeah. exactly what I was going through like it yeah um I think like I said earlier like Archie's birth is probably still it hurts my heart a little bit because I feel like I rushed him um so like for me it's like I I feel bad that I did that to him and I I kind of mourn you know what might have been for him or like what his start of life might have been if I hadn't rushed him because I was so anxious about my situation right. um so I do like that would be the only one that I still kind of hold on to a little bit um, but mm -hmm. only like for his sake, because I don't know, I felt bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, no problem. Sorry, we talked about my hoo-ha all day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is it for this week. Thanks for listening to my birth stories. Um, I hope you guys <laughs> learned some fun things and laughed along with us because they're pretty funny sometimes those labors um anyways so next week we're talking about mental health and we have our second guest on um krista mcfarland will be on um, to talk all things um, mental health awareness stigma advocating for ourselves um mental health through this pandemic um and we'll probably post a question box as well for krista on our instagram so you guys can submit um any questions that you might have for her on there and we'll make sure to pass them along to her during the episode if you haven't found us on instagram our tag is sisterhood.rising um and until next week remember that we love, love you. you.